Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and I got a special guest here on episode 72. Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. I believe this shit. We got my guy After on here. After, what's up, bro? Man, how you doing, brother? Man, long time coming. How are you? Man, yeah, I'm great, man. This is long overdue. I appreciate you having me. It's been a long time since we linked. Yeah, no, no, especially with the pandemic and everything, man. It's it's been hard to go about our usual hip-hop activities, you Definitely. know what I'm saying? And hip-hop artists is what I, I put on the description. I feel like you're more than that, though. You're a little bit of everything. You're an MC, you're a battle rapper, you're a songwriter. You got so much things going on right now, my guy. And I really want to congratulate you because I've seen you since... 17, 18 years old. I'm 30 now. You've always been on the grind. Doesn't matter if it's doing the group thing, doing the solo thing, doing the battle thing. You're still out here pushing your movement and, and um, gaining that support, bro. And that really that inspires a lot of people in the game. You're how's it feel to be like a veteran now? Because I remember back when, we, when I was 17, we were still trying to find our way. And now all these years later, it's like you're kind of like a veteran now. After um, it's it's interesting. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that come with that you know that you got some folks that look to you for direction you know it comes with the responsibility um you know when you i consider myself a staple of bakersfield hip-hop and in order to be that it comes with a lot of responsibility people expect you know content people expect you to be at the shows you know be out and about shaking hands showing faces and i also feel that comes with a lot of hate and envy as well you know, there's a lot of people who feel that you get opportunities you don't deserve, you know, and the place where I'm at, I'm still getting better at what I do. Crazy, right? Um, it's, it's crazy because uh, most people are at the decline at, at the age that I'm at, and I feel I'm just hitting my prime as mm-hmm. far as my abilities. Um, but really what uh, I've set myself up to continue doing that and as well as build the future and and um, you know start working with artists that are up and coming and, and kind of putting them in a good direction definitely yeah because um, you we know we need that bro I think we need more people like that who want to put the spotlight not just on themselves but what they're building artists the thing is is you don't have you don't have to take you don't lose shine by shining light on somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're born to shine, you're gonna shine regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no need to you know take away from what someone else is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of people out here that are talented, but only a certain amount are willing to put that work in. And I want to get with those people who are willing to put that work in mm-hmm. and really give them some, you know, some guidance on not necessarily the music, but, you know, the mistakes that I made as far as business wise up to this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still learning a lot as far as the business goes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's probably the most important part of the game. People get twisted i think the business part is something that we all need to get better at well, and coming everything. from bakersfield you know we 
are behind always, Mm -hmm. you know, especially with stuff like that. You know, we didn't know any better. You know, we were getting Pro Tools last. You know, why when they were recording on that outside of the city, you know, we were getting pro. We were still recording on Fruity Loops Mm -hmm. and, you know, studio, all these other different programs, Mm -hmm. you know, or just we tend to hit the trends last. Last, always. Yeah. So when it comes to stuff like information on how to market yourself, Mm -hmm. how to brand yourself, how to do, you know what I mean? The different parts of the business, Mm -hmm. you know, I see more and more people kind of picking it up now definitely because you know, the advancements, you know, technology, everything, but, uh, for a long time, we didn't have that information out Mm -hmm. here. You know, we really didn't have the, the smarts to the business. Yeah. There was people out here rapping good. But we really didn't know the entire pie of it. Rapping good, just that little piece of the pie. I think promoting, marketing, negotiating, contr- even even the little contracts. I don't even think there's anybody who's really well. Maybe there is somebody. I'm not, I've been at the game for a while. All that matters, though. I think essentially, you have to be good at everything. If you're doing this by yourself, you're an independent artist. Am I right? Correct. Definitely. Before we get to what we have going on now, what you how did you get into the rap game after what inspired you, I guess you could say? I mean, I've always kind of been um I've always loved music. My uncle was a Christian singer, you know, played mm-hmm. acoustic guitar, wrote his own songs. And to me that was fascinating just to, you know, know somebody that was creating their own art, you know, and, and it was good. It was really good music. He passed away, you know, mm-hmm. rest in peace, rest my in Uncle peace. Ken. And he passed away really young. Mm-hmm. And he was just really, really starting to see success mm-hmm. um, in that field, you know, doing really big Christian shows and this mm-hmm. and that. And uh, and I feel like I'm kind of at that same point, you know, because mm-hmm. he was not too far off from my age now, mm-hmm. you know, when he passed. And, and I Way feel too like young. I'm kind of in, in, you know, gaining that notoriety you know mm-hmm. not just here in bakersfield you know i can go anywhere up and down the state of coast in california you know west coast from arizona to washington mm-hmm. and along the way at least 50 people know who after is mm-hmm. you know what i'm Definitely, saying bro. in the in in the major cities i'm not going to say like the smaller you mm-hmm. know places but in the major cities along the way 50 at least plus, and that's like I said, the whole coast up and down, baby. Up and, and so, down. and to me, that's a lot, definitely. You know, and not only that, but um, I've got on the radar of of a lot of big name people in hip hop. You mm-hmm. know, different battle rappers that are really well known, mm-hmm. different um, music artists that are well known, mm-hmm. managers, just different things. You know, I'm I'm starting to catch eyes here and there, and um, I think it's really important that people pay attention that there's not really an age limit to this shit just about to say that it's crazy how hip-hop is one of the only genres that we get old we lose it like why not we get old and we get better i know we all like to use the hove reference but look at hove what hove's doing um krs has some dope shit later on in life not the biggest krs fan but i have love for it he's a little bit older now rakim just dropped a track right there on the um Jewish and Black Messiah track. There, there is a such thing as getting better. Like wine, you're aging well. It's getting more accepted too. I think now. Mm-hmm. I think more, more, and uh, as time passes, people will realize that um, 
you can always create. You know, your mind, it, as long as you exercise your mind, mm-hmm. it's going to stay sharp. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's not about, it's not going to age. Your mind isn't going to age if uh, if you keep it active. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't, if you don't use it, you lose it. Then that's what the, it's a cliche, but that's honestly what it is. It's always um, working out new problems, figure out new avenues to do new things. I think that's kind of what we're doing here with the podcast. We're just trying to do new things, explore new things. Yeah, and I think with with age, people will see that. Um, I mean, this is how I make sense of it. Mm-hmm. Mature minds create the most impactful art. Definitely. You know, um, young people make fun music, which is why it sells so much because it's fun. You know, it gets your endorphins, as they would say, the yeah. science behind it going, oh, yeah. and going, and um, you know, you you enjoy it because it's fun. But as you get older, if you're in your, you know, I mean, thirties, still trying to make that type of music, and you're not putting some type of uh, meaningful content together, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, what are you doing? Uh, and you'll see that those mature minds are going to are going to say the things that you know can change the world definitely you know there there have been a lot of young people like Fred Hampton mm-hmm. like Tupac mm-hmm. like a lot of young people who can who reach that maturity at a young age mm-hmm. you know I, I can't even say a lot there's the select you well, know it's a rare group. thing to do select group mm-hmm. who kind of reaches that maturity at that young age but why should it matter? Mm-hmm. You know, why should it matter? Um, just take the words for what they are. It doesn't matter who said them. Mm-hmm. Just take the message. And I and I think that eventually in this, uh, I get, they call it the uh, era of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, people will start accepting that more, you know, that it's more about the message mm-hmm. and not who it's coming from. Definitely. I think the game is so much different now too, man. I think when I came up, the art of emceeing was still kind of respected. I don't know if the art of emceeing is still respecting the game now. I know it's appreciated, but I don't think they respect it. I don't think it gets the love that it used to get. You have to be an MC to come through this game. You have to, the gatekeepers respect you a little bit more. But now, like you said, the young kids, it's about the beat. It's about the bounce. It's about, um, it's that latest, greatest mentality. And I don't know if that's, I don't know. I'm trying, I don't want to be an old head and be like, oh, that's not what I like. Some of this stuff is real catchy. I love some of the shit that's out now. But I still respect that art of emceeing. That's why I love what you do. You're an MC. You put words together that you, you have these pockets. You have these compound rhymes. You have the flow. You have all this stuff that people don't understand. They're, it's over their head a little bit because they're just hearing the beat. They're just hearing, you know, you know, we got these perks and we're trying to get fucked up yeah. all day, which is cool. Rap. Yeah. Rap that all day. But you're still telling a story. And I think you were just talking about this on your Facebook. How about they're not telling stories anymore. They're not. Um, what did you say on Facebook? Did I thought, man, I was like, yeah, we're definitely talking about that. I forgot what the fuck it was. It was this new generation. How they're kind of just making music for the hood and not the world. There you go. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's. I'm trying to talk to the world. I'm not yes. trying to talk to Bakersfield. You know what I mean? I'm not Staying just, in that Bakersfield realm. I think that's what you, know. you said. We're make, Yeah, we're making songs for the city only. It's it, We got to have a little... Our, our horizon needs to be a little more broader than that. We got to look at the, the, the overall landscape of the game. We got to talk to the game. Yeah, not because, just this... 
zip people, code. People from outside of Bakersfield honestly look at Bakersfield like a joke the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. The majority of people that I meet from Bakersfield look at it as like this tiny little hick town that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, is... That Buck Owens you know, put his foot, his foot down ass, and shit. Little, yeah. You know what I'm saying, farm town that ain't nobody... You know, they don't really understand the truth about Bakersfield. And... um as long as we only continue to talk to each other, meaning as long as we only rap for each other and put out these messages that we want to hear out here, they're not going to take us serious out there because we're not talking about the stuff that they're into. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about, you know, things that they, they see. They have a different perspective. You know, we, we definitely have a Bakersfield mentality mm-hmm. out here. That's for sure. There is a Bakersfield mentality and, um, that's always been a problem, I think, with the game here. I think we've always been focused on what the town's doing. We want to be the king of Bakersfield. We want to hold it. We want to be the hardest motherfucker on the east side. We want to show people that we run the field. Like, no, nah, it's bigger than that. When it comes to this money, when it comes to this career, it's way bigger because you're gonna need that. It's gonna be bigger than the field to make it out here. And I if think. You, if you, if I can be honest, um, the reason I can feel confident saying this is because. Um, I'll back it up, mm-hmm. and I don't believe there's anybody else out here that would. I earned my reputation and respect out here by bulldozing my way through. Um, Facts. Lyrically, body and shit, mm-hmm. and um, doing things that nobody else did. Nobody else has battled on the platforms that I've battled on. Agreed. Um, Agreed 100%. You know, and... I've called anybody out in the city, you know, when it comes to battle rapping. And the art of battle, and that's that's part of the game. It is. It's part of the that's fucking what I game. I need people to understand is that, oh, well, I'm not a battle rapper. Well, then you're just a studio rapper. That's all you are. Yeah, definitely. You're not, you're not an MC. And there's nothing me. wrong with being a studio rapper if that's what, you, what you're doing, but the art of M hip hop, no, battle rapping is part of that. And it doesn't mean we're going to tussle, we're going to go shoot motherfuckers up. No, we just battling. This is how you show what the best is. We just seen this documentary with Biggie on the corner of the street. Homeboy was fucking ripping my guy apart. Take a say some personal shit, but at the end of the day, it's emceeing. And and what I really want to stress to people is that I do the same thing on my on my songs in my music, but to a topic. I use the same tools. Mm-hmm. People think that I'm like um a better battle rapper sometimes that mm-hmm. that's just the beat but it's because they take the beat away and they get to hear my words mm-hmm. you know and just my words mm-hmm. so they're able to kind of break it down and see oh he did this sometimes when you're rapping to the beat and you're just flowing you know mm-hmm. they're not catching all that definitely it's there if you listen it's all there you know what i mean those same tools they those same punch lines the, the same wordplay all that stuff is still there so i'm just as confident on the beat, as I am acapella, yes, all the way. Who? When did you realize that you can't just be a good songwriter, MC, and battle rapper? When did you know you have to do start doing all three, all four things? Great, you have to be great any every avenue of this rap artist. I guess um, job. This is a job. When did you figure that this is? I need to do do what all this stuff. I realized I had to master the hook. That's. Yes. The hook is um, the most crucial. I'm not going to say the most important element, 
but to me it's the most crucial like um in order to catch people's attention mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> you can spit a freestyle and people might be like whoa those bars were dope but they're most likely not going to remember them they're going to remember that hook they're going to remember that hook remember that hook remember that hook and then they're going to come back and listen to the song Mm -hmm. and then they're going to remember the bars then they're going to remember the bars Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so that led me to realize you know i've got to really like learn the art of songwriting that's you know, a, and that's that that hook is songwriting. That is the, the, the root of it. I need to learn how to come out of the hooks into the verses and have the perfect transitions. Definitely, I need to know how to end my verses and you know the how the it shouldn't sound like. I'll hear people f- rapping sometimes, and their verse will be over, but it sounds like they're still supposed to be rapping. Yeah, they're you know? not not a full sixteen. Or no, it might be a full sixteen, mm-hmm. but the way they deliver it. Mm, or the way they wrote it sounds like you could just still keep going mm -hmm. you know to me it's kind of like a story you there's a beginning a middle and an end and when you write it it's like the conclusion Mm -hmm. you know they're still leaving they're still leaving it open at the end of the verses then they didn't really have that conclude that climax to end the story is that the way that i think that's the way i've always thought about it like in a way that's what i mean both both um literally and um as far as the storyline and as far as the way that they're saying it as far as the way the the way it flows because you can just tell when something ends you know there's like it sounds like it's ending but yeah this is it yeah but it, but it almost sounds as if they're spitting a run on sentence that they just stopped even though they could have kept going mm-hmm. you know and, and I they tell don't have the format you know exact the f- Tell young guys this all the time. It's the format of what you write. You could take those two bars out, put something else, and then you can figure something else out after that to make it feel more complete. You are writing a story. I think that's it. So this, and this is kind of off topic, but what what advice would you give these rappers, just any artist, sorry, not just rappers, any artist, to work on their songwriting skills? Is that something that just comes with experience? Because I know people who write 200 songs and only 10 of them make it. Is it just that process of elimination? For me, um, it was it was a trial and error. Yeah, it was it was I had to go through the process to learn. You know, mm-hmm. and over time, like now, um, I am a, like as you said, a complete songwriter. I'm not just writing music for myself. I have an artist that I manage. Her name is Lex. Shout out to Lex. I've seen that. Congrats, my guy. We're shooting her first music video to uh, her first single ever. Um, the 20th of this month Mm -hmm. so coming up in just a few weeks Mm -hmm. and um, I also I wrote that song you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying and I realized you know if I can write these melodies you know I can't I I can write for male or female it doesn't matter definitely you know what I'm saying I hear it it doesn't necessarily fit my voice but you know is gonna fit this person's voice or this mm-hmm. person's voice, and um, I realize that makes you much more dangerous of an artist. You know, it's Definitely. another weapon in the arsenal, and I wanted to get better at it. Um, Something Sly High the Prince does a lot. Does a lot of writing for R and B and hip hop artists. Ghostwriting. Actually, um, I, I didn't 
grow up listening to a lot of Psy High to Prince. But um, I would say he's a big influence of the small bit that I have heard from him. Yes. Because I think lyrically he is like... He's superior. Yes. He's very superior, bro. And I think he's actually underrated. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't understand. Like, when he was with Greg Street, this is like an 0908. We're bumping. There's like a pill with him, or there's a song with him, Pill and Yellow Wolf, before they all blew. Sahai got has had bars. I'm glad, you know, his debut came 15 years too late, in my opinion, but dude, man has bars, but he is known as a songwriter slash ghost, whatever you want to call it. And that's what you just said right now, but writing for other artists, woman or female, woman or um, male, definitely that's something that, that's an avenue. I think it's a necessity now. If you want to be an artist and making this industry, you have to do that, I think. You have to be versatile in order to do that. And I really respect that you're doing that, my guy. Seriously, like that's, a lot of people are not gifted like that. Yeah, I mean, nine, 95% percent or i'd say 99 99 percent of the hooks that you hear singers on if it's my record i wrote it mm-hmm. um my upcoming single that's about to drop mm-hmm. uh it's called stretch the truth featuring decades shout to decades um he wrote that hook mm-hmm. i uh it's funny funny story because i tried to get him to sing something you know that i had already put together mm-hmm. i had another track i needed a singer on i thought his voice would be perfect for it mm-hmm. well, man you'll kill it mm-hmm. and he said no nah, i don't do that hmm. i'm like all right man respect it yeah yeah i respect it respect which it. which i know he's he was he don't do that now you know because back in the day it was he didn't even use the material but he sent me a, a beat and and he had me like just hey man just write to this and just let me let me see what you can do that's what i really got to this was a while back too. I can't even like seven, eight years ago. And mm-hmm. he, he's, I wrote something, you know, some melodies. I can't called him up, showed it to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, not a bad songwriter. Mm-hmm. And um, but he didn't use it. I will say he didn't use it. But uh, I sent him the beat. And uh, normally when I send him something, man, that dude works so fast. Boom, like an hour, two hours, boom, it's back. Mm-hmm. Boom, back. This one, a couple weeks go by. He's like, oh, man, I haven't been had a chance to get to the lab yet, man. I'm, I'm out of town. I'm like, all right, for sure. And then a couple more weeks, he's like, oh, man, uh, I, I've been in the lab, uh, and I worked on it a little bit, but I didn't like what I had, man. So so just give me a little more time, man, mm-hmm. but, but it's going to be worth it. I'm like, all right, for sure. A couple more weeks go by. He's like, hey, man, I just sent it. I, I turned it on and I listened to it. I said, oh, my God. Like, he legit gave me a hit. Mm-hmm. Am I like, whether it makes it to hit status or not, you know, in mm-hmm. in society standards. Yeah, definitely. You know, he gave me a hit. Blessed you with yeah, the hit, like yes. the hook. And he dropped a verse on there, too. Like, the best way I can describe it is, like, some Maybach music, Rick Ross featuring Drake type stuff. That's love, like, dude. It's fire. You know what I'm saying? And, um... And he and he did it just you know what I'm saying that's the homie you know what I'm saying decades is a humble dude uh, I've heard people mention things about you know he's Hollywood or this or that you know because he's done a lot of stuff with Forty Short and everybody yeah. and then, but no man the dude shows mad love 
especially if he realizes you're a genuine person. Definitely. Man. Like decades, he's a trailblazer in the field, bro. Yeah, he's he's an OG as well, man. Definitely. He's a, he's a vet as well, man. He's been out here for. I'd love to get that guy on the podcast one day. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna link up with him one day. I always have him in mind. But I respect what he's done too. I've been following him just like I've been following you. You guys have been holding it down. Yeah, he uh been putting in work for for years upon years, man, and he's still to to this day. You know what I'm saying? Doing all types of stuff that he doesn't get appreciated for mm-hmm. out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the town really has no idea all of the work he's done. Again, that's that field and, mentality. He's beyond that. That's this little, this little, uh, this little, how do I say, this little bowl that we're in. It's yeah. way much bigger than this little bowl. Yeah, no, he. I'm he, glad he got out of it. And you know what? He, he doesn't have to care. You know what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. him, none of that stuff matters as long as he's feeding his family. You know what I'm the saying? The man things, and, bro. The man stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like definitely. That's that's where I'm at. You know, same way with I don't care. You know what I'm saying? What anybody out here thinks? You know, mm-hmm. I don't care about. The only thing I care at this point is about feeding my family. Definitely. You know, I get hit up a lot of what know, you do. Feeding your family um, off the passion. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That. Um, I get hit up a lot for features, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I've I've been you know, naming a fee mm-hmm. for for the last little so while now, and you know I'll get people having funny reactions because I have a fee. Yeah, but it's like, bro, I've been grinding for how many years? They're not paying for the time; you're paying for the experience now. Both. Yeah. Time is time is something you don't get back man mm-hmm. like i'm busy mm-hmm. i'm i've got i just dropped a project mm-hmm. right no hard feelings out now mm-hmm. streaming everywhere shout i'll get put that on there um i just finished recording another project right it's a. Uh, have got i've actually got a couple more hooks that i need um some singers to go in and do and then it's uh I think only three songs, and then it's rap. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I've already started writing the next project, the third project, back to back to back, boom, all within a year. Mm-hmm. And I've got my singer. I've got her first single that it's all put together, mixed, mastered, about to shoot the video. We've had the choreographer come because she dances too. She's mm-hmm. a double threat, sing and dance. You need that. Yeah, a triple this, threat. Yeah. This is something that the field has never seen. Mm-hmm. Never. We've never had an artist like this out here as mm-hmm. far as sing, dance, everything. Mm-hmm. You you name it, she's going to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We have a, a very special choreographer coming out from L.A. You know, goes by the name Julian Turner. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's coming out every week putting in heavy work with her and her girls and um i think it's gonna catch people off off guard big time because uh we've never had anything like that Mm -hmm. you know we've had dance teams yeah definitely and we've had you know we've got we've got a handful of female singers out here Mm -hmm. but i have never seen any of them do legit choreography a dual threat while singing yeah. You know, never have I and seen that's it what out we here. need to go to that next level, right? I'm thinking we need that, and 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 uh, it's not easy choreography either. It's is you know, it's gonna be eye catching. You know, it's gonna be like okay, this is legit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on all these projects. And so when I get hit up for these features, you know, I have to take away my time from those, from the stuff I'm doing to mm-hmm. do these features. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I got to pay for studio time to go do it. I got, you know, it's just like at this point in my career, man, it's just what am, if I'm, I love the culture. I love it, but I got to get paid, man. Yeah, bro. And, and, and people don't understand that. That's part of the business side of it. They want they want you to do it as a hobby forever. Yeah, they really do, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Definitely. No, definitely, I feel you, hundred percent. Real quick, I'm gonna put a plug right here. Be right back with y'all. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. I know a lot of you guys be hearing about podcasting in the podcasting world, but let me tell you about the up and coming podcast out of Bakersfield, California. It's the one I host, the one I founded, the STS Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, STS Podcast 661, STS Podcast 661. We got a lot of great guests, we got a lot of great lessons, we got a lot about life on there. Big shout out to 93.5, 98.1. Okay, we're back with my guy after. We're just talking about controlling what we can control, right? Man. Isn't that a crazy thing? It's a virtue now, I think, bro. I think it's that's something art. we all need to worry about. Like, we were just talking about the cameras and shit. You just got to control what you can control. It's it's hard, though, dude. It's so hard. Yeah, because you want to have control over so much more than you do have control over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's so much that's outside of our grasp, and it's just like we feel like, man, I can. I can control that. Mm-hmm. I can, and, and, I, you know, we go crazy for that control. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's nuts because... I think it's fear too. Mm-hmm. I think fear drives us to, you know, see, want that control. Fear's a crazy thing, though, dude. I think, I think if people don't have fear, I think we could do great things. I think if we fear losing, we're gonna lose every time. Like if you're thinking you might fail, most likely you're gonna fucking fail. It's like a boxing match. Who goes into a fight thinking you're gonna fucking lose? I think fear can have two different outcomes. Definitely. I think fear can either A, have the outcome that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. or B, it can drive you to be great Definitely. enough to, you know, because you're so scared of something happening. The consequences you know, of losing, you know. You, you know, yeah. that, that you refuse to lose, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you go so hard because you're like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm, not me. I remember someone told me one time, like, this is my only shot at this. If I don't do this, I'm never going to get another shot. There are no second tries. It's kind of like life. There is no sh- second shots. We might hit some bumps in the road where we hit the fucking rock bottom, but we bounce back. But once we, this shit's over, there is no, hey, let me try to rerun this. Let me try to fix my mistakes. Like, we got to do it now. I mean, to be honest, as long as you're alive here on this earth you can you have as many chances and opportunities as you create for yourself Mm -hmm. um and that's you know this is another uh thing that i had i had a uh uh someone out here who manages an artist Mm -hmm. out here right Mm -hmm. he saw that i was booked for a certain show Mm -hmm. and he hit my inbox and he said how do I get my artist booked for that show? Why is my artist always getting overlooked? You know, when it comes to these opportunities, he has he's accomplished this and that and this and that. And I'm 
well, I wasn't the one booking the event. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just got booked for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, people see things out here and they, they have a certain perception. Like, you know, it's like, man, I'm, I'm just an artist out here grinding too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how about, you know, just get out there and do the same. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's my best advice. You know what I'm saying? Is, is to just get out there. Take a know? risk. Get out there. That's all you have to do is take you a know? fucking risk, dude. Get out there. That's the best, best way to, uh, that's the battle rap culture. You know what I'm saying? I recently, um, Real fast. When's your next battle rap? Let's promote that real fast. My next battle is June fifth in uh, Bellingham, Washington. Bellingham, Washington. I love yeah, it. man. I've never been to Bellingham. I've been to Washington four times now. This will be my first trip to Bellingham. It's so this will be my fifth trip, and each time was in a different city, five different cities in Washington. Moving, that's my fucking guy. Dope, fucking man. Moving, that's, dude. that's that's congrats. It's, it's been fun to see all those different places. Congrats, man. man. Um, but uh, finally. Finally, I've got a battle rapper from Bakersfield that's ready to uh, get in the game, and I, and I see potential. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been other people who had potential and just left, you know, what I'm didn't end up doing it, uh, following through and doing mm-hmm. it all the way. I've got this cat. Uh, he go by the name Saint Vic. I've got him booked for his first battle. I believe it's in April in Fresno. Okay. Um. So it's good to see another MC out here, you know, because we could have built a whole battle culture here in Bakersfield. Um, there was one starting too. I remember you took me to you. I don't know if people know this. You took me to my first battle rap mm-hmm. at fuck at the basement. Mm-hmm. First battle I ever seen that shit. Thank you. So, no, Crazy no shit. Doubt. Crazy shit. So I th- I've thrown these events out here, right? Mm-hmm. I've thrown several, like three or four events out here in Bakersfield. And uh, each time I bring MCs from outside the city to come battle here. And um, every single time, those MCs are blown away. They love it. They love it here. Here we are all hating it. Mm-hmm. Hating it here, right? Mm-hmm. I bring these MCs from outside the city out here. Throw an event and show them a good time, and they fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Why? Very appreciative of the opportunity. I'm you sure know, we could have built. We could have been almost like a mecca because Bakersfield is so accessible for everybody travel wise yes, that people were willing to come here. I had so many people travel from outside the city just to come watch the battles Definitely. not only just the battlers themselves that came to battle mm-hmm. but a bunch of people that came from la san diego different places to come watch mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because it's accessible and um there's just not enough P- mcs willing to participate in the culture for you know what i'm saying for me to build that here mm-hmm. i could have built that here but everybody's scary man everybody's scared again the bring dog Everybody's scary, bro, no and I'm going to keep calling people out. I don't care if they get mad at me, hate me, whatever, man. Motherfuckers are scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. If you got bars, if you think you're dope, learn it. Yeah. Learn the f- art form and do it. Yep. It's part of the art form. You want to sign for this job, you got to know how to Quit do this. Quit being fucking scary, man. I'm calling folks out, yo. Yeah, bro, definitely. Because there's dope lyricists out here that could have done it. They just didn't want to put the time in to learn it. Or fucking put, they couldn't put their egos to the side. Yeah. We all got to take L's Facts, once in a while. Bro. Fucking take the L. Facts. That's okay. 
So, and because it could have been something here. And mm-hmm. that's what, what saddens me is, you know, maybe I can get it back to that point if I start throwing those events out here again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I get those people from out of town hitting me up all the time asking me, Yo, when are you going to throw another uh, battle out in Bakersfield, And they want to fucking battle. They're yeah, not scared. Yeah, they want to come out here. Yeah. And they want they liked the energy. They liked the atmosphere. The crowd was showing love and reacting at the right times, not just gassing up people mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean, reacting They're to stuff. They're a fan of the art. They, they know what dope shit is. They were reacting at the right, appropriate times, mm-hmm. and it was good energy. Definitely. And um, it was creating a platform out here. Mm-hmm. And it was just sad because there was not enough support. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If there would have been more support and more participation, then I could have really, really pushed it to the next level. But um, it's hard when there's limited MCs willing to participate out here. I can't just rely on outside MCs mm-hmm. every single battle event. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, if I want to build a platform here. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because what a lot of the successful leagues are doing is they get their core group of, you know, locals that they want to push. You know, then they start finding other locals and they, they boom, they battle. You know, then they, once they start getting a little, you know, experience, boom, then they start booking them against people from outside of the city, bringing mm-hmm. them into, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, that's how it spreads. Mm-hmm. But they still have their core group, mm-hmm. you know, that, they, that they're that they pushing. And there's just was not enough of that here for me to do that with, man. Definitely, bro. That's something I would love to see. I want to see as much spotlight on the field as we can, Duke. Me too. That's why I really, really, I got high hopes for this cat, St. Vic. Shout out to St. Vic. Yeah, man. I got, uh, y'all go follow him. I don't know what his Instagram is. I know on Facebook, he's Jeremiah Reddick. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, he sent me like a little, he's never had a battle as far as uh, on camera footage. Mm-hmm. But he sent me an acapella video of him doing just some stuff that he put together quick. You know, and I'm like, okay, I can see the potential of, you know what I'm saying, you picking this shit up and And, and that's it love. Out. You, people need to give love, I think. Yeah. And you're giving the game back to the next generation. That's really important to me as a yeah. man, giving oh, yeah. that game back to the next generation. I'm glad you're doing that, bro. We need that. And like I told him, I, I want to, you know what I'm saying, see how this first battle goes. And if it goes well, you know, I really want to sit down with him and, and uh, discuss a future you know what I'm saying, and 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 you know maybe me managing him as well as far as his battle career because there's it's a snaky it's a real snaky um, culture. The battle rap culture is foul. Yes, and, and you know what I'm saying I've been done pretty dirty by the by the battle culture for as much love and respect as I have. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I, I got done dirty. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I should be in a better position than I am based off of my body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I can accept my own, my own, you know, fault for certain things. And we're going to learn from well. We're going to learn from that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I, part of the business side of it. Yeah. I, I don't just, you know, fuck the industry, fuck that. You know what I mean? No, it's, I, I, I have blame as well, but mm-hmm. for sure, based off my body of work alone, yeah, you definitely. know, should have been further. Speaking of body work, who do you respect out here who's up and coming in the field? Who um, rappers do you look forward to listening to on a track? That one guy, Chuck, 
is real dope to me. Yes, he is. Can't uh, wait to have him on. Youngster bro. that I think is spitting. That's uh, bars. He really loves the bars. Yeah, yeah. He be rapping. Yeah, I like that. He it's effortless rapping. too. I like effortless rapping. Uh, you know, a lot of people would, would try to try to throw that name in the hat for for people for me to battle out here. Yeah. But I talked to him and he was like, "No, nah, it's not my my thing. I'm I'm cool." Like he mm-hmm. didn't he didn't he wasn't too interested in that. I would um, love to hear you on a track though. We could always make that happen. Yeah, sure. ne- definitely. We could yeah. always make that happen. Um, another uh, you know, youngster. Goes by the name Big Keith. Heard Big Keith? Yes. Big Keith. I like I like him. Uh who else? Uh he's just coming up. I wouldn't say he's a youngster, but he's just coming up. My boy Jay Vuitton. My guy Jay's been on the podcast several times. Yeah, that's the homie. That's my guy. He's a good guy, bro. Um Real Easty with it. Yeah, no, the, my 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 little cutty, you know what I'm saying? My little cousin that raps with uh with with Big Keith uh goes by Young Cabo. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else are the youngsters that I that I'm checking out? Uh, so much talent in the field right now, though, man. Yeah, there's a lot going on. You know, a lot I mean? of music videos like, out. A lot of music videos. Good God, right? Man, oh, God. oh man. There's, you know, but I'm not gonna be a hater. Is, is there's a lot of there's a lot more people shooting music videos Which out is here a, now. I wish we had that back in the day when we were rapping. We only had a couple. Oh, yeah, dude. Those only we had John Fu or Monty Wilson, him, Monty. Yeah. And then eventually we ended up getting uh, JT. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. There wasn't yeah. many people out here doing video. I nah. wish I had a or or John and um John, John and, and Jason. Yeah, yeah. They didn't mind. I wish that we had that when I was Elmo. That shit would have been crazy. Yeah, they 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 did a few for me, but uh, that was when they were working with with Miss uh, Ghost. And, yeah, yeah. And we had the conflict. So okay, okay. Yeah, that was. That's the interesting part of history. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the interesting. There's a lot of interesting, interesting stuff in the field that you know former people we used to mess with that we no longer mess with. Yeah, we just got to grow though, bro. I think we're just growing. That's all we're doing. That's it, man. That's it. And you see, when when the music is important, that's what you dedicate your time to. You just keep going. You yeah, know the bull- other people will leave it alone and stop because the they let it get whatever get to them. You know what yeah. I mean? But when the music is what really means the most to you, that's when you just keep doing it. Definitely. No, I agree 100%, bro. I think a lot of people take shit personal around here. We can't take it personal, bro. No, man. We got to keep it pushing. That's like an, that's another art. One thing is to control what you control, but you got to learn how to not take shit personal. Man, people do not have thick skin out here at all, man. That's the world, bro. Pepe Le Pew just got fucking canceled yesterday. I know, bro. Don't even get me it's started sad. on this yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, it's, it's a, sad, it's a weird world. It's a weird, weird world, to bro. To be honest, um... I, 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 didn't, I didn't feel any safer. I don't feel any safer when my goddaughter walks down the street now with these weirdos and my nieces out here with these weirdos out here, bro. I've never been um, a fan of cancel culture. It's dangerous. Um, to be honest, like, not everybody is like this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have a different perception um, than I'd say the majority of people. Mm-hmm. I personally separate the art from the human being. Because I feel like the art is messages that are sent to us. Yes. And the human beings are completely separate from that. That's that's my perception of it because I feel like I receive these messages that I'm giving to people. Definitely. So I feel like the people who did make these great songs, 
those were messages that they received that they were meant to deliver to us. Mm-hmm. We can't expect them to be perfect people. Like they're they're people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, just like you and I. Bro. If you don't want to associate with them, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But to cancel and act like they never existed, the art it's is is different. You know what I mean? Especially if the art is very real and has a you know if it means something real i don't care who said it mm-hmm. i'm focusing on what was said definitely and they say we're not supposed to judge people you know what i'm saying that's the biggest thing you know i hear not even about the bible you you talk to um especially a youngster these days they mm-hmm. usually like don't judge me yeah don't judge me yep you are not allowed to form an opinion mm-hmm. these days about anything. Nobody wants to be judged. Yeah. Okay, well then, how are we supposed to decide who we want to associate with and who we don't want to associate with? It should be a matter of opinion. By passing judgment. Yeah, I agree. You have to let people judge you. If your character is good... You have no problem. Then why are you worried about getting judged? Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you can judge me all you want. I do what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to claim to be the perfect person. Who is? You know what I'm saying? Facts. I do what I do. And if you want to judge me for it, by good, hey, then don't talk to me. Don't, whatever. Yeah. I'll go on about my day just fine. Yeah, definitely, bro. It's a crazy world, dude. It is, It's man. disappointing, too. I thought we were a little bit more thick-skinned than that, but I guess we're not. And that's nah. cool too if you're not. But it's just funny, dude. I don't feel any safer with a lot of none of these people made me feel safer. You cancel everybody you want. I still feel nothing's changing from that. We're just gonna erase the past. That's all we're doing, which is cool if you want to do that, but I'll never forget. It's not changing the mentality of um I guess per se okay, so you cancel Pe- Pepe Le Pew for appropriating rape culture. Yeah. Mm. They're going to continue to rape. Definitely. Canceling Pepe Le Pew did not change the mentality of any rapists out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Canceling Pepe Le Pew didn't, uh, you know, make men look at women any different. Definitely. You know, men- How many men rape women because, oh, fuck, Pepe Le Pew does it. Why can't I? You know what I'm saying? How many men have done that? Men do it because they see women as weak and they yes. can take it from them. And they'll take advantage of a weak person. That's just, that's just human nature, sadly. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're aware. I'm sure we're not like that. We're well aware of what the fuck's going on. For sure. And it's just crazy, man. I think it's a, it's a double standard in the world that we need to definitely need to talk about. And people are so afraid to talk about shit because they're afraid of being judged. Yep. Not here at the STS podcast, my guy. We're here to shoot the shit. Yeah, man. We're here like, to change no one's opinions or beliefs. We're just kind of saying what we feel. The one thing that, uh, uh, okay, Tupac would say, he said, real niggas do what they want to do. Bitch niggas do what they can't can do. Facts, yeah. So, doing what you want to do doesn't mean taking. You know what I'm saying? Something like that from... A woman. Yeah. Definitely. No. It means that she wants to give you that. hmm Without you having to take it. Definitely. That's what doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. the definition. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, cause you really can't. You are we can't. gonna cancel sugar free? Cause sugar free got some motherfucking bars that make me feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Are we gonna cancel him? Or and, we know that's just the uh, art. That's just the message. That just we know we not canceling sugar free. Yeah, you know what I'm I think it's a double like, standard, bro. They take like, it for they, because people accept him for who he is because he don't give a fuck. Like now the pimping that's called sex trafficking. He was tra- he was sex trafficking for a long time. Facts. So is that what we're gonna Facts. fucking cancel him? You've seen there's been battle rappers uh, recently that have been arrested for the charges like that. Yes. And the battle culture goes in <laughs> on them. Yeah, definitely. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Like, cancel this mother blah, blah, blah. Like, so easy to cancel it too, bro. It could be a fucking Joe Schmoe or fucking but, room all day. But saying, how many of these dudes want to walk around pimping? If they could. If they could, they would love it. You know what I'm saying? And how many of these girls will get pimped? How many of these girls are going to sell their shit now? No, a bunch of women who sell their shit on their own band. You shoot them the little snap, like yo, you give me All this. I'll shoot you the stuff, fatty. Bro. The women know the game too, bro. We exactly. can't sit here like they don't know the game. They know, and they trying to get paid. It's a pandemic in this motherfucker. They, Any way they could get it, there's there's to, seventeen suckers lined up. They really want to be pimps too. The, the, I get the, it. the thing is, is women see how cool and how glamorized being a. a, a a pimp or, you know what I'm saying, a Mac or someone like yeah. that. And now they want to run that game. Yeah, bro. You know And what they I'm will. And, oh, and, and, but the sad part is that's uh, the messages that they leave for our young children. And that's the Cardi's of the world. And I'm not mad because I know I was listening to Bitches Ain't Shit, Fuck You, yeah. Spice One, fucking all this sugar free shit. I get it. We've been putting with what Cardi and all these women are doing now. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it. Oh, yeah. So it is a double standard in hip hop, I think, too. We, for, for sure. But <laughs> um, at the same time, okay, I grew up hearing all that. You grew up hearing all that, right? Mm-hmm. I know you well enough to say your character is nothing like that. Definitely not. You know what I'm saying? I know you right can, you can you can hear all that and you can be exposed to all that and still know at one time my life was I trying to be a pimp and I'll have two yeah. three I had a rotation of course I did. But were you also uh horrible times though, mind you, horrible you know, times. I guess it just depends on everybody the goes about it differently. You know, some people are just completely honest about it and like, hey, this is the lifestyle that I live. This is what I do. You know what I mean? You either accept it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And to me, that there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. If that's the life they choose to live and um, the people in their life choose to accept that, it's their business. Who are we to say we can't? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. Like, uh, I'm not mad at somebody from acting. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. Nobody at pimping, bro. Get your money. Nope. Get nope. your money, bro. Not at all. Crazy times. And I'm right? not mad at any female who, um, I guess per se, accepts that. And who can make money off their body. You know, Do it. I ain't knocking no hustle, bro. Some for you some can't. people. Look, look. For some people, they come to a realization, right? They say, okay, what's more important, being in love? Or working in as a team because we work really well together and build mm-hmm. and building this life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you have to put the emotions aside. You know what I'm saying to build and get ahead in life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really more so what a lot of people who live that lifestyle do is they're trying. That's all they're trying to do is get ahead. 
Mm-hmm. You know, some people, yeah, no, Aren't you. Some people, yeah, no, you just want to have a bunch of girls do this and that. But the people who are really living that lifestyle <laughs> is that they're trying to get ahead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and they want other they're people, one of us, bro, and they want other people around them that are gonna help them build and that want to build. You know, they're gonna build them up too. You know what I'm saying. I'm going to make sure you're taken care of so you feel good and you're built up. And mm-hmm. that way you got my back the same way. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's rare to find. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? People who can completely push aside the emotion. And handle business. To make sure that, you know, that's to me the ultimate way of showing that you care. I want to make sure you're good and, I, and you make sure that mm-hmm. I'm good. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll figure everything else out mm-hmm. after, you know what I'm saying, we're both good. But first, let's make sure we're both good. Definitely. All right, y'all. We're back with our last break with my guy. This is episode 72, my guy, after. Man, what you rolling up there, my guy? This right here is some uh, Blueberry Wreck, man. Oh, man. Is that good? Fire. Okay. Uh, we might have to do that after the podcast. I know my mom be watching this shit. I don't want my mom to see me smoking no dro. Oh, man. I would definitely try with you, though. Oh, man. Sounds like a plan, I'm bro. down with that, my guy. Before we bounce, bro, I know we should try to go an hour or some change. You know, we got the first live video podcast or whatnot. Um, your next single, your next project, what do you have dropping? My next album is going to be called Get What You Pay For. Um, the first single I'm dropping off that is called the the one we spoke about earlier, Stretch the Truth, featuring Decades. Um, and then I'm going to follow that up with a second single called If I Die Tomorrow. That's and that's featuring uh, the homie Clutch from out in L.A. Mm-hmm. And also uh, he goes by Lyric from out here. Okay. I know exactly who that is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Both of them. Youngster, right? Yeah, he is pretty young. Okay. You know okay. What I'm saying? Uh, I'm not sure exactly how young, but I know he's you know a little bit young, mm. younger. Okay. Um, both of them killed it. You know what I'm saying? It's a dope, dope, uh, real introspective, deep, mm-hmm. deep track. It's got that boom bap slash. Uh, um, it almost sounds like a Nas record, to be honest. Like right. a real deep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I wish I could think of another another record mm-hmm. to describe it but off the top i'm blanking but it's no it's cool it's something that people are gonna relate to definitely and um, that's what we need we need that yeah yeah both of the singles uh stretch the truth and if i die tomorrow are both real relatable songs um mm-hmm. stretch the truth is really about infidelities you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. in the relationship you know what i'm saying about how you know, they, they might not be lying, but they stretching the truth, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. constantly. And, and then uh, uh, the If I Die Tomorrow is kind of like about the treatment people get when they die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, we always try to start digging up the dirt about them, you know what I'm saying? And like... It's not only about that, it's about the, but it, and it's also about like what I want. Yeah. When I, you know what I'm saying? When, when you're gone. gone. Like, yeah, for yeah, things definitely. for my child and, and, and stuff like that. So definitely. I think it's stuff that, That's uh, deep. yeah, and I think it's, you know what I'm saying? It's a song that people will connect with. Definitely. Um, definitely. And then after that, I'll go ahead and announce it right here the, uh, the album title to my third, um, uh, the third, the trilogy to, to the three projects I put together is going to be called My Story. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I've already got the title track 
That's uh, exclusive. Done, you done got exclusive for, here. For that as well. My guy, after workhorse, bro. Your workhorse, my guy. Yeah, no, I respect right you, my now, G. Man. I, I appreciate you coming on the pod, bro. I really wanted you on. I think my guy Sonny was like, yo, got to get after on. I'm like, yeah, we're yeah, going to make that brother, happen. Yeah, brother, man. Sonny's been brother for life. Definitely. Beyond the music shit. Yeah. Beyond yeah, the music yeah, shit, like, bro. Like, that's family. Definitely. Yeah. And the battle. Let's make let's 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 um link the let's promote the battle one more time. Yeah, one more time. That's going down on Sky Tier Battle League. Uh it'll be going down up in Bellingham, Washington. I'm battling Demon the Bop. Demon the Bop. Demon the he Bop. He's about to get bopped. My guy about to get bopped. It's, it's about to be ugly for him. I'm um, I'm not gonna lie. What's the lay what's your layoff looking like? The last time you battled? The last time it's been uh I wanna say last Probably December 2019. So they gave you some time to soak and just kind of marinate. December 2019. I did not battle all 2020. Yeah, bro. So, or it might have been January 2020. You okay, know, something okay. like that. It was around that time. But you they know, gave but you some time to think about what's going to happen to this man. The bop. They're going to bop him. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's he he's actually the owner of the league. Oh, he shit. He owns the, he, he runs the, the battle league. Okay. And, um. Yeah, they shouldn't have gave me that much time off because I came back refreshed. It's like a with boxer like, in the ring. I've been man. writing all this music, 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 and here I am prepping for this battle now, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be bad for that man. We can't. I can't wait to watch it, bro. Watch yeah. all of them, dude. Yeah, man. It's uh. You're holding it down for the field, my guy. I don't know if a lot of people tell you that, but we need that. We need that. We need a shiny light in this motherfucking thing because it's dark it, out here sometimes. You know what I mean? It's real oh, dark. Yeah. Man, and I already know how it gets in the field, man. We grew yeah. up on the east side, too. So yeah, it's, bro. it's always been dark on this way. So we need some light, my guy. I appreciate you. Keep, keep grinding, bro. Keep coming out with your stuff, my G. We respect it. We we, can, we listening to you. So. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. I'm, I ain't stopping no time soon. Uh, even after I put out these next three projects, I, after that, I am going to focus a little more on my artist mm-hmm. and uh, as you should and developing some new artists as well. And then I'll get and get back to my stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but I do expect these next couple projects to do well. So um, I don't really think I'll need new projects right away mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying especially dropping three within so like you a can year. ride on for a while yeah Definitely. i think dropping three projects in a year all between 10 and seven songs it'll be close to 30 it's crazy songs. how back in the day we'll drop a project once every 16 18 months and drop yeah. 15 tracks and don't it's not like that nah, no man, more it's a little different it's now, a little bro. different nowadays and they you gotta feed the people bro that's what it is our man. attention spans my guy are so fucking small you gotta feed them and whenever you have your artist, my guy, bring them up. Let me know. I'll put them on. This is what we do okay. at the STS Podcast. Anybody who want to be on here, we'll put the spotlight on them, bro. And that's all I want to do. Now that you say something like that, look at someone like Kendrick. How relevant would you say Kendrick Lamar is right now in 2021? Right now, not really relevant. Because he hasn't dropped anything. Damn, a great album. Don't, don't get me wrong. He could drop. Tomorrow, and make himself relevant yeah, if anytime. the content is good. Yes, but he's taking so much time that when he comes back, the content is gonna have to be like, whoa, because there's already been another shift in hip hop. Yes, and it's it, there's another shift happening as we speak. Yes, it's gonna so pandemic ain't slowing that down. He's got to come back like 
fire. Yeah. Fire. If he doesn't, ooh, it's, I'm not going to lie. All the goat talk that they had at one point is going to... Goat talks? I think there's too much goat talk, but that's just me. Yeah, Let's I appreciate the only the person, artist. to be honest, from this uh, current era that I would even put close to theirs, Drake. Probably, you know, he's a, as an artist, fuck yes. Yeah, he's 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 can't miss. Yeah, no, he's a he's a he's a goat, man. Definitely. He's he's up there with some of the greatest of all. You time. know who he's like, bro? He's like LeBron James. We're never gonna appreciate him until he's gone. Yeah, yeah, I hate LeBron James, man. And I'm gonna <laughs> like I, I I respect his game. You know what I'm saying? I respect his dominant force. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not a fan. No, man. I hear it, I my just, guy. That's especially me being a Kobe diehard. Yeah, like, it's definitely, just... bro. And I think we all need to realize that as um as people who respect the culture and just respect each other's opinion, that's cool to have that. Yeah. We need to have different opinions, my guy. Yeah, I'm not mad at nobody who... Uh... No, I am mad at people who call LeBron <laughs> the GOAT. I'm not going to lie. The GOAT, to me, is going... I'll give him top three. Top you know three, what I'm easy. saying top three, top five. You know what I'm saying. What but, he's doing though, too. You gotta give him. I think we gotta give him credit. Eighteen years still yeah, doing what he does. Yeah, he's is a dominant force. People forget yeah. up, running up and down that court, fifty six thousand minutes. Yeah, no, Crazy. the way he's taking care of his body is yeah. is, is unprecedented. He's in the blessed era. His um, era is really good about taking care of his shit. Yeah, uh, I think you put someone like Jordan in this era, though. He's scoring that wheel, bro. It's a rap, bro. You can't touch him. It's a rap, bro. It's a whole different ball. Yeah, dude. It's a rap. There's no Facts. there's no stopping someone like Jordan. Especially if, like I said, you give him the same uh, technology and all the information that they have now and you plug Jordan in the same, he's going to eat LeBron up. Yeah, dude. You He'll be a whole different beast. Yeah, it, so... The goat talk, I I can't rock with it, but yeah. you know I give him his dues. You yeah, know definitely, I, mean? I respect. Give him it. his flowers. Yeah, we gotta get the flowers, and I hope I give you your flowers, my G. Oh, well, most definitely, here, bro. bro. I definitely felt the love on the podcast tonight. I appreciate you having me, brother, all day long. Episode uh, seventy two, my guy. Anytime, man. I'm down to come back. I would love to have you back, uh, bro. Definitely bring my artist in. I'm gonna have her come in. And, uh, to shoot the shit with me, bro. Just get to know her for the people can know her. Cause the pe- even with you, yeah, people know you do, do your music, but not everybody listens to the music. Not everybody's a hip hop fan who listens to the podcast. They're, for sure, they're they're not hip hop heads. They're not hip hop, especially local hip hop. They're not in, like some people just want to listen to what the fuck I got going on. My Thea might know yeah. you now. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. People get to know you. Bring your artists on. We we'll get to know them. Just expand it. Yeah, for sure. You need that. That's and, a good know, thing about this era too, bro. We need I think that. her music is a little more universal too because you know it's not rap music. Cool. It's pop uh, slash EDM. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. she's not a rapper. You know what I mean? And she's not an R and B singer. We're not getting. We're, we're definitely going to do some some R and B type ballads mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. But right now, what we're doing is pop like. Imagine like Ariana Grande type stuff, you know. That has a market. Just that is is what we're doing right now. I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Let's bring her on, dog. Whenever you're ready, I would be more than happy to plug her in. No doubt, man. For sure. This is gonna be episode seventy two, my guy. After hip hop artist, not just from Bakersfield, he's just fucking representing the whole city of California. Check my guy out. He's gonna be battle rapping. He's coming back for the crown. I don't think the crown's ever got taken off your head, my guy. They're just giving it time to that layoff. We about to come for heads and shit. Yes, sir. If I had a studio, I'd be having you freestyle or something. We're working on that though, my guy. We'll get there, man. We're freestyle. After EC three, want to give me shouts out? Shout outs. Uh, 
Shout out to my girl Lex. Shout out to the the boy Sunny Rose. Sunny motherfucking uh, Rose. My boy. Uh, shout out to Dre Malik. You know what I'm saying? He did the uh, the recording and the mixing on Stretch the Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Bobby Ford who did the mastering. Tight. Um, and then a big shout out to my boy Jay Bless on the beat. Mm-hmm. Um, he records the majority of my music and does the majority of the mixing. Uh, also, I just shot another video, a promo video mm-hmm. that's not a part of the album, not mm-hmm. a part of the project, just a straight up, I'm dropping it for y'all, just boom, free, just love it, slapping it on, down. That should be done any day now. Content. Shot by uh, the boy AO uh, S Imaging. My guy yeah. SC back in the yeah. day. That's my G. We're yeah. going to get him on here too. Dude, they're doing it forever. Man, I like the transition he made. Now to the director, I like that. Did uh, and it's featuring Mike Kane as well. Mike so Kane, this Mike will be a treat OG. for the town. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, this, I'm not gonna lie, I went for verse of the year on the on that joint. We need so that. I, I I I'm excited for for S to get done with that one. Yeah. And, and Blue Pair shot the single. Shout out to Blue Pair. I want to give you know what I'm saying. Make sure I, I kind of get as many people as I can. I know I'm going to forget somebody. No, it's all but, love to everybody who's but, helping um, you out, my guy. Yeah, like Blue Pair shot Stretch the Truth single. Um, S shot the, the and it's called How to Hustle. That's like the, that. that's what's going to, that's the one that, that's the promo joint dropping featuring Mike Kane. And I got that promo you shot me too. I need to put that, I'm going to put that on this week because that's going to be promoting the podcast and whatnot. Yeah, no doubt. Cool, bro. I like that. Yes, sir. Anytime you want to come back on after, let me know, bro. Yes, Always sir. welcome. You know, you're in my home, my guy. You're good with me, bro. Yes, sir. For sure. All day. All right, y'all. Episode 72. This is Ernie C, the Gap 2 Genius. After we out. <laughs>